0: Welcome back to Unemployed, the podcast for the unemployed, the very employed, the somewhat employed. I don't care. You've probably been fired from a job before, right? Unless you're perfect. In that case, call us. Let me know how you are. I'm Anna Roisman. I'm here with Ellen Burke, the very yeah. famous Ellen. Hi. Hi. I've never been
1: fired from a job before, to be honest. Just laid Ellen, off. you
0: were laid off publicly on CNN a, a year thing. ago. <laughs>
1: it's not the same thing, though. I take pride in never being fired from a job.
0: <laughs> it's not. Actually, getting laid off is kind of like, it's the better of the situations because you're yeah. all in it together, so you can all be like... Fuck, this sucks. Fuck the patriarchy. You know, yeah. you can really just like. <laughs> I
1: did nothing wrong. And then also like instant, like you can get that unemployment because when you're fired, like there you have to jump through some hoops sometimes to get it. Yeah. Oh,
0: this feels good. <laughs> this feels good to yell about shit. I, You know, I don't like to do that normally on the pod, but I've had a day, Ellen. I've had yeah. a day.
1: I'm glad you're feeling bad or good because I heard that you're feeling bad in one area of I, your body. <laughs>
0: Yeah, can I say, okay, so like I don't know how I did this. I have been working out a lot, not today, and that's why I'm mental because I'm so used to being like sweating it out. And today I couldn't move my right leg, so like I think I got, I think I pulled a muscle like right below my ass getting out of an Uber last night. (laughs) I swear to God, I can't think of any other time I like really moved it. Were you showing off for the driver? (laughs) Not at (laughs) all. There was a fucking thing between us, you know. Who who would I show off for? I was trying to get out of there as soon as possible. It smelled like sick. Cigarettes and I was like, Ugh. I wore two masks and I still, <laughs> oh, and the window how, was open.
1: <laughs> so you were just rushing to get out of the car. And that's I was, how you strained your muscles. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was really, and I was, I, I strained something. So it, it was fine. But then I passed out on my couch and like at 2 a.m. I got up to like get to bed and I got in bed and I could not even sleep on my right side. It hurt that much. Like it was just like oh, major. yeah, Major. And then this morning I woke up, could not like. I, it really like hurts to move. And I took Tylenol all day and I am trying to ice it or heat it or whatever the fuck you do for like mm-hmm. muscles. I'm an old woman and like I don't, <laughs> because that's what happens to old people. You don't know how you hurt yourself. You could guess, but yeah. your body just fails you.
1: You need to take a rest day. Yeah. I've, Let your muscles breathe. I rode
0: the Peloton bike 30 days in a row. Um not a lot. Nonstop, <laughs> You're on <there> right now. <laughs> so I guess my thighs and my my legs are sensitive. Okay, even yeah, showering like, kind of hurts. Your legs are like, <laughs> bitch, leave us alone. <laughs> I'm really trying to love it, you know, and uh and so because we're keeping it verdicts in, we're keeping the bike. Get
1: your I'm just worth.
0: <laughs> I just got to make more money to get another bike. That's my own bike. That's the plan now. Now I'm on this mental like kick of like I'll just get a second bike. Like if we got one, we can get two.
1: Wait, why um, would you want
0: two? Oh, because I want to get the SoulCycle bike oh, for myself. Okay. So then we could ride... Jared Like we could take a class. We could oh, ride together. side by side. That
1: would be so nice. I know, nice. right?
0: Isn't that so cute? That would probably actually <laughs> never happen. <laughs> and then you just have two oh. giant
1: bikes in your tiny apartment.
0: Oh, yeah. We already discussed if it happens, we have to get rid of half our couch. So it'll be like a love seat at this point. <laughs> you just get a
1: bunch of bikes. Everybody who comes over can sit on a bike. I would love that.
0: Who's coming over? No one's been here in forever. Today, actually earlier, like an hour ago... Jared said to me, Can you believe it's been almost a year since we ate inside a restaurant?
1: <laughs> and just inside, thinking about that is, yes.
0: like, yeah, it's like, true. It's so weird.
1: Or that like, I've been to a bar, just gone inside, inside a yeah. bar and had Bar Barkeep, get me a, a lager, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that you in the olden days? <laughs> <laughs> Ellen, that See, the local so bar.
1: It's been so long; I can't remember how to order a beer.
0: <laughs> Hello, sir. One lager for the lady. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's gonna be you when we do go back. <laughs> I'm gonna walk around and be like, oh, "What if you have the I know right like sitting somewhere and reading a menu is gonna be so strange again if we do it ever again I don't Mm -hmm. fucking know Um, I want to say one thing Uh, I just want to say we have a very very fun show today I can't believe uh, we've got all three of them here. That felt like a, a feat, but I guess we are all quarantined in our houses. But we have Corey Cavan, Kevin, Kevin Doyle, John Sieber, a.k.a. the Bradshaw Boys from the very famous podcast, The Bradshaw Boys. I did an episode. It was so much fun. I love these guys. I'm so happy to have you guys here. What's up?
2: What's up?
0: What's Thank you for having us.
2: Oh my god. Thanks for having us, Anna. This is Thank exciting. you.
0: This is very exciting. I was like, we could talk about sex in the city, but we could also talk about you guys and what you do for jobs other than <laughs> watching uh, this show for the last twenty years. Right? Yeah,
3: exactly. Right. Like finally watching the show after the rest of the world has watched it and actually finishing it, you know, twenty years afterwards. Yeah. We've when done did other you things start?
0: When did you start watching it?
3: Uh, we started in late three years ago, it, about three years ago. Yeah. Our first episodes came out in uh, early 2018. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. three years ago, which is insane. That's wild.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. And wow. I, you know, I've been following along ever since. And you just finished, right? You just completed X-Men. just finished
4: this, just finished the second movie last weekend. And the second <laughs> uh, episode of our second movie podcast will be coming out Next week, yeah. So we're we're yeah. officially done, and it it was perfect because right when we ended, they announced the new Sex and the City program that they're recording. Which I know. Is I was going to say great you us. had
0: to be behind that. You had that. I, I <laughs> saw that come out. I saw they're like, oh, we finished the second movie, and oh, what do you know, a new series pops up. I'm <laughs> like, did you pitch that to HBO Max?
2: <laughs> it did. It. We felt pretty like at the beginning, we didn't even think we're like, who knows, maybe no one will ever listen to this. And by the end, once once the thing came out. Uh, I commented on Kristen Davis's uh, Instagram, and she DM'd us back and was like, "She was like, I wanted to let you guys know ahead of time. I was so hard to like keep a secret." And I was like, "What fucking oh, world do we live in?" I know, <laughs> oh my God. like Charlotte is like, "I wanted to tell you, like we're <laughs> friends." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it was wild." That's
0: amazing! Um, I love that. Uh, yeah, I'm so, so we also, happy we that we also got an Instagram
4: back. post last week where one of our listeners was pleasant reminder: Sex and the City existed before you guys. Okay, and we were like, "Whoa, sorry." We're, <laughs> it, also, <laughs> it, it also said in the
3: same comment, "I do want to say I love the podcast very much." <laughs> so it was like. It was one of those like tough love things. Yeah. It was, like, Always. Which That's
0: we how you made, know you've did. made we, it.
3: Yeah. You got to come down to earth sometimes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah.
0: People I get those comments all the time. They'll be like, I loved your dress last night, but you're still the most annoying person I've seen on the <laughs> internet. And I'm like, what?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
0: then like, don't tell me. That. Cool.
4: <laughs> yeah. Very nice of you, I guess. Fuck people. Do, oh you, get God, di- do no. you get die hard when you? Because one of my favorite things that you do is when you re-record scenes from movies. I've been, watch those watched those all. My wife and I love those. They're, they're incredible. <sighs> do you get fans of the movies like coming after you, being like, your head wasn't <laughs> tilted in this perfect angle in this shot, and you're like, shut up. Like,
0: no, but some people will just write like, well, I still like the Notebook better, and I'm okay. like, okay. <laughs>
2: Like they had a slightly higher budget. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't get Ryan to sign on for my internet video.
0: Right? Like <laughs> me too. No, we've never had anybody from the films we've parodied reach out. That's a goal. I kept, I kept tagging James Cameron in our Titanic one a lot. I was like, he'll reach out. I know he will. I don't know why, but he was the That's only amazing. one. I don't it's think so James fun. is too active on Twitter though. So we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Thank you for watching them, though. You know, you make something like that in your apartment and you think the they're fucking, amazing. This goes into they're, the air. This is they are,
4: <laughs> they are like they were the so perfect for the last year to like have those those gems of comedy come into oh. our lives. Were just really, really great. They're incredible.
0: Thank you, John. You're very kind. Of Can I ask real quick? Because I have to know sex in the city one or two. Uh, what what tickled you guys the most? of the movies.
2: I mean, like which one I, out of the two? Yeah. I'm a huge fan. I'm, I love watching, um, just when there's, when something messes up so bad, <laughs> like I went, I went and got, <laughs> I got drunk and watched cats the first day it came out in theaters. Oh my God. Me too. And, but it was and good. Like, I, yeah. Like it was so much fun. Like, and then you're just piecing everything together. You're just like, it's so amazing that so many brilliant minds came together and messed up this horribly, and so <laughs> yeah. anytime, like watching Sex in the City too, and then just watching like these jokes that are just like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe they thought this <laughs> was gonna work. So I loved, I actually enjoyed watching Sex in the City too because because it was not as good, and it was just funny watching it, watching them swing for the fences and mm-hmm. just strike out was was entertaining but it yeah. also wasn't as bad as i thought but some of those jokes it was just like yeah this is as bad as people say. yeah i mean <laughs> and, and
4: and we knew it wasn't like a, it wasn't like we were going to the theater and being surprised at the quality of the movie like people prepare <laughs> you for it so you can kind of oh. just go into it with a sense of like I'm not sure what this is going to be, but I'm probably not going to be I'm sure anywhere as good as I all thought. all of your
0: guests warned you. I, I remember being yeah. there recording with you oh, and yeah. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait for you guys to get into the movies. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah,
3: yeah. That's all like, we heard for think, a couple of years that it was terrible. And when someone tells you something is that bad, you, it, we actually were kind of spared because it's like someone being like, you're about to meet the most annoying person. And someone tells you that for 20 years and then you meet them and you're like, oh my gosh, they're right. But like, I thought you were going to be way worse. Like, you're not that yeah. bad.
2: Like, yeah. it just, mm-hmm. it
3: wasn't great. But I also feel like we were prepared for the biggest train wreck of all time.
2: Exactly. Yeah. But also, all also in the movie, like, they were preparing, I feel like when they wrote it and they were like, they wanted people to be like, ha that's so funny. They're sneaking around in burkas. <laughs> that's going to be, like, kind of funny. And people were supposed to laugh a little bit. But instead, when you watch it now... Oh, it's God. like it is like the funniest thing you've ever seen because you're like what the <laughs>
3: fuck
2: <laughs> So it's actually funnier than they even wrote it to be cuz yeah. it, it was just like it was like oh man so I I actually it was like it was quite a fun little cringe
4: fest the last 30 minutes of the uh, of the second movie but oh, it's, yeah. Anna, it's you, funny. Anna, <laughs> the
2: first movie was beautiful
4: Anna, did you see the movie in theaters? What was your experience watching that movie?
0: I've seen yeah I saw both of them in theaters. I I was a uh, I, st- I stood up for the second movie cuz I was like I'm just so happy to have them back together yeah. again that I didn't care where they were in the world, you know? And I also thought the fashion in the second movie was so good it was that insane. it was really that was the star of the movie and they were just like, yeah, just like write a story like around it, you know? Like everyone's mm-hmm. going to be wearing like a full-on Dior like ball gown skirt in the middle of a Shitty market or whatever in Dubai. Yeah. Like I was like, what is this? But so for me, I was still happy they were there. That's how I'll feel about the series too, right? That's coming yeah. out. I'm like, oh my totally. god,
2: we yeah. got them back. I know. Yeah, except I know, for Samantha.
0: Like, yeah,
2: I think <laughs> I think that like um, it's it's a pretty cool opportunity to have shows that can do stuff like this. Like just because of the way the media is it's it was not possible in or mentally possible in other <laughs> eras to have sequels like we do now and yeah I, I i feel like if you let go of a certain amount of nostalgia then you can enjoy that it's like cool this has never been able to happen and like it's probably not going to feel like it's not going to please everybody but i think if you if you're a good sport about it, it can be a really cool thing i'm excited to see what they do um, I'm so excited. They just My boyfriend the writers is writer team and there's Go ahead.
0: Oh yeah, ahead. I saw that. Go ahead. No, finish. Yeah, and I
2: I looked up, I looked up some of the writers and I was like, man, this is actually there's some like some of the old writers, I think two of them used to write for it, and then there's some mm-hmm. like young up and coming writers. And I was like, you know what? That's awesome. They're in a room right now figuring out all the things that we already know that they know this the the pitfalls and the minefields and they know the expectations so in a way it's kind of like i don't know mentally preparing for some big boxing match they're like okay listen people are going to be ready to hate this <laughs> and ready to ready to pick apart every storyline like how can we meet those expectations so i feel i think yeah. that'd be cool i think you're right i don't i don't feel like there's been
3: anything that was set up like that that failed. Like when you look at the star Wars prequels, it's the same thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: They completely (laughs) were amazing. So yeah.
0: Remember that time you compared (laughs) sex in the city to star Wars? five If you listen to our podcast, you find
3: that all the time. I think the best thing about the way they're coming out though, is that like, imagine if you just finished it and then you were like, Oh man, we got to wait a year for more sex in the city. And everyone else has been waiting 20 years. So our timing. Yeah. We were mm-hmm. so spoiled by it just coming out and it just being like, oh, great. well, it is
0: on every night on E. I do. I told you when I true. saw you guys, I fall asleep to it every single night. My boyfriend and I watch it, and we get mad when it's not on. I'll like, I'll be like, w- why would they not put it on at one a.m. tonight? And uh but Jared is a huge Samantha fan, and he's he's very. Mm. He I don't know if he'll watch. He said I'm not watching it without her. I was like, whoa, okay,
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a hilarious tiktok and it was of it was of uh this like girl who's on the couch and there was like three of her guy friends and they were just are uh, scattered around the room one was like standing with his hand on his, his hips the other was at the end of the couch sitting on the arm of the couch <laughs> and and she just and then they showed they're watching sex in the city and she's like they just they just walked in and it's fifteen minutes into the episode. So they were all standing there like they weren't gonna settle in and sit. <laughs> yeah. They were just like observing and I was like, dude, it was it I, love I it. knew exactly what they were doing because I did that in college. I, I had never yeah. seen Sex in the City, but then <laughs> I remember I would watch like a scene and I'd be like, This is so dumb. Who, uh, who's she dating? <laughs> okay,
0: <cool>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, and now sorry. you're on the
0: couch. Now you're the girl on the
2: couch and you're, now you're I'm like, the, I'm the girl on the couch. Come on in. <laughs> All Wait, right. Can I, can Ooh, go I, ahead. Can I tell you my, one of my jobs, one of my weird jobs?
0: Yeah. I want to, I, I was going to bring it to the jobs now. I was going to say, we can talk about more <laughs> sex in the city later, but I want to hear about you guys.
2: Well, the, this, I think it's a good starter offer. Okay. weird jobs because I was uh, – I went and got my tour guide license back in 2010 so okay. that I could have – like um, to be a New York City tour guide. And I got offered a job to lead a tour. And I was like, yes, any money I can make, like, you know, you're trying to, like, break in in the tour guide world is, like, a kind of weird little – Yeah, I did it
0: like for a little while. Oh, you did it?
2: Okay. So yeah. I was doing, like, West Village tours and, like – <laughs> um, historical New York tours. And then I accepted this job, and they're like, okay, it's a Sex in the City tour. So I had to give a walking tour of Sex in the City, and I, ha- I had never seen the show, and I just went and I had to, and you know, I ended up telling the people like halfway through the, all the girls on the tour, I was like, actually haven't seen it. And it, if that would have been a different tour, I think people would have been upset uh-huh. because they would be like, you don't. You're not prepared. Like you don't know <laughs> the history of Central Park, but instead, everyone got super excited and they were like, "Oh my gosh, that's so amazing!" So, and then they would tell me they'd be like, "So this is where Steve and Miranda <laughs> met." Blah blah blah. Right. And they went through the whole thing. So as we've been watching the show, I've been noticing. I was like, "Oh yeah, that was on the tour. That's like I love that the library courtyard where they got married in the movie, where or Steve mm-hmm. and Miranda got married. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the TV, yeah, in the TV show." I was like, Oh my gosh. I remember like taking groups of people on that. So That's
0: so cool.
2: That was one of my, one of my weirdest and most stress inducing jobs, wondering if I was gonna get in trouble for lying.
0: <laughs> I didn't get hired for that tour and I was like, How? I, I literally applied to the Sex in the City tour. I was like, That's the only tour I really want to give here in New York. I not that's that's for me. And you, you, I didn't know you're running, you
4: know you're didn't running a you? you're running a great tour business when you're hiring some guy from Ohio that's Kevin never seen it. the show <laughs> yeah. and yeah, exactly. turning down Anna who's a huge fan.
0: I had two friends was, who worked on it. They're like, you'll be great. Yeah, apply. And I think I got like an interview and then
2: they were like, mm, sorry, it's not going to work out. And I was oh like, my gosh. <laughs> I, I do want to clarify, mine was not the bus one. Right. Mine was this janky <laughs> tour company called Celebrity Planet. And it was this guy who in England created the first Harry Potter tour. So he like blew up and he's just like came to New York and he was just like, I'll know, I'll know how to do this. And he, <laughs> he would sign all of, he'd be like, sex in the city tours. it's done. And it's just like a different market. There's way more tour things here. But he took me to the standard, when he hired me, he took me to the standard hotel and bought me like a $200 meal with like one of the other tour guides. We got drunk at Hogs and Heifers after, which is an old meatpacking district. Wow, club. yeah. And he would always, his signature of all of his texts on WhatsApp 'Cause we would message through WhatsApp. <sighs> were instead of saying like sincerely, his sign off was peace and fucking. Oh. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <laughs> I James worked for the Pony, wrong peace tour and company. Fucking. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude, it was, it was what? And then it just, yeah, it was, it was a peace wild, and fuck.
0: I, I'm gonna sign emails like that now. Totally, That sounds hell yeah.
4: <laughs> peace and fucking, peace and fucking
0: Peace fucking in yeah. a pandemic. Bye. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, you'll like this though. I did tours that were, uh, what they were walking tours. It was a fashion tour of fifth Avenue. And so we had to go to like the New York public libraries where it like kind of started. And then we went all the way mm. to Bergdorf's at 59th mm. and I'd stop at every store and give them the history. And I would always add in my own Sex in the City references. I'd be like, and this is the New York Public Library. If you're familiar with the first movie, this is where Carrie gets married. And everyone's like, oh, and I'm like, that's the only shit they want to hear. They don't that's care, amazing. you know, that's amazing. about the irrigation you, system below it or whatever.
2: Like- <laughs> I know you're pro- like as much as like. You, you learn like the script that's like in 1912 Bergdorf, John Bergdorf met Benny Goodman and they created a <laughs> department. And then you say the one thing people were like, ah!
1: yeah, I'm I like, just point
2: out, <laughs> oh,
0: Carrie bought Manolo's village, here. They're like, what?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did on the regular tours I would do. I would be like, I would do like this great like five minute story about Edgar Allan Poe and when he first <laughs> wrote his first story, and I was so into it because I like history. And then I'd finish it, and then I'd be like, "That's Anderson Cooper's house," and people were
4: like, "Shut the fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, I hate people." <laughs> has anyone ever Always. like made a New York tour of all the shitty parts? Like, has anyone taken <laughs> a tour group down to the pedestrian walkway between Times Square uh, subway and Forty Fourth <laughs> Street or Eighth Avenue? It should be like like, all (laughs) All the the shittiest parts of New York, the hardest parts of New York, and just walk some (laughs) tours past that. But it's the parts that you would get stuck in in your life if you lived here.
3: It would be like, You're going to have to walk up this like slow grade hill, like this whole thing while you're trying. Like, there's probably, there should be like an hour and 15 minutes of the tour that's just trying to navigate Port Authority to like get (laughs) to one of those. But you're like, it's, I don't know, Terminal 438. I have to get to Hackensack. I don't yeah I don't know that
4: would be we <laughs> this should, is we the bathroom at the Starbucks
0: company. I cried in you know totally. every what back in the normal 100%. days yeah
4: we got to create oh that and just try to book that. one one tour the shittiest part of New York <laughs> tour and see if we can you get someone to-, to sign up for it
3: We'd have to book it on either on either SantaCon or whatever. It happens during SantaCon, or it happens during uh, what's the St.
0: Patrick's Day? St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> or
3: what's the horse race thing the, uh, that happens every year?
4: The um, wearing our giant Derby? hats
3: and drinks mint juleps. Kentucky Derby.
0: Oh yeah, the
3: Kentucky Derby. If you ever go to uh, Penn Station during that, everyone comes in. And it, it's like at the end of the day, there's so many. No, it's there's like an upstate one. We've had friends that have gone there before.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's oh, not I not know Peaky this. Derby.
3: There's the. It's, no. It's the very. Peonies is a dog. It's one of the Triple Crown. Yeah, one of the
2: Triple Crown. It's down. a Triple Crown Belmont, that takes Belmont place. Steaks? Belmont Stakes. <laughs> it's Belmont
3: Stakes. It's Belmont Stakes, <laughs> and it's just full of like everyone who just got out of college who has khakis and a white shirt and who's like <laughs> ready to go and lose money and drink. And that's the second leg of Dude, the tour. Dude, we
4: offer two tours a year, SantaCon and Belmont <laughs> Steak Day.
0: I <laughs> love this idea. I, right. I'd be, Let's I'd be in. I would be in for it. This is great. Oh my we'll God. We'll only
4: hire people for tour guides who didn't get their tour guide job the first time right. they applied. So you can be our lead guide. Sick. Every, sick. Every,
3: Every tour just ends at 31st Street and 12th Avenue and you just tell the people goodbye and you walk away and you don't tell them how to get anywhere else.
0: Like, there's the a tour. mega bus somewhere.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's something. An Uber won't pick you up here. Sorry. There's the Blade. That's, That's where the Blade will so off to from. That's it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're good. We could retire cool, from whatever great. we're awesome. doing now and fucking, we made you know. It. Yeah. Um, I I, I don't want to get into specifics, but I want to know have you guys been working during the pandemic? Have you had employment during this scary time?
3: Yeah. We've all been lucky enough Mm -hmm. to be employed. We're very, very lucky. Yeah. Yeah, totally. uh, Yeah. Those
0: microphones look like you're very successful. (laughs) (laughs) 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, totally.
3: These were purchased pre pandemic, uh, but still, we've had the upkeep to keep paying the the monthly installments on the microphones. 100%. mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah.
0: I love it. Good um were you saying something kevin
2: i was i was just gonna say there was there was like the few days back in march that it was just like it's like oh yeah i think uh i think i'm gonna have to move home mm-hmm. i think it's, <laughs> it was a nice decade in new york and uh this is it and then um i mean been mostly online type stuff but right you know which which is crazy that
4: i feel like everyone's already said this kevin you were able everyone's to pivot your your business was successfully <laughs> was able good? to pivot in, t- in twenty twenty. It, it Was a good pivot. Is, it,
2: is that like is that like what all the, the, the kids are saying? Uh, that's, just like, yeah, that's just that's like that's just like the business, business term.
4: It's a business like, term. Yeah, like yeah. T- times were tough in March twenty twenty, but our business was able to pivot. Yeah, to yeah. explore <laughs> online.
0: We did We've a really lot. Really adapted yeah. to the Zoom culture. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Point. We
3: had a massive restructuring, but we were able to adapt and pivot.
2: And uh, <laughs> you know, there's been a lot of different
3: culturally, culture defining things within the you know internally. So
2: I'm just blown away that I used to go, I would go like. Work and then see a show and then get drinks with two different people and then get dinner and get home. And now that you're just home all day, I'm like, how the fuck did I do that? I know. I know. Will we be able to snap back? Are we going
4: to be able to snap back or is that it? No. I was talking to someone last night.
2: Yeah,
3: I don't know because I I was talking to someone last night and they were like, everyone is used to saving money. Everyone's figured out how to just be home. And I was like, but don't Mm -hmm. you think everyone's going to be like, I'm going out? And she was like, I don't know. I think everyone has gotten lazier now and then like 10 o'clock i can drink at home and go to bed and we used to do it
0: in different boroughs that was i know like you'd be like i have a show in brooklyn i'm going to a comedy show in new york in in the city and then I have a birthday party in you know astoria i'll make it work how many times
3: did you just eat you just ate a handful of almonds for dinner after like three drinks (laughs) in three different places
4: there was so many times (laughs) just grab a couple benzin benzinis and you're good to go is that what is that the name (laughs) <laughs> the 99 cents
3: Bazzini's salted cashews <laughs> at a bodega to just like, make
4: I need
0: like a whole thing many. of Pringles. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like, after a while, I was like, I can't just keep eating cool ranch Doritos. <laughs> I have to get <laughs>
4: the Bazzini's. But the shittiest <laughs> that, thing about this work thing is like, there's no more snow days. Like, there was a couple days this week where oh, we yeah. would have stayed home, not 100%. worked, and just had like the best day ever. And instead, it's like, Oh, time to hop on Zoom and s- start this call again. It's just, yeah. I don't know, it's a bummer. And, and I th- even if I don't you're think sick,
0: I feel like, do you get sick days? Any Like, if you have a cold no. and you're like, I need to like well, stay in bed all day, they're like, you're a fucking liar. Everyone's yeah, well, home. Like, you exactly. get like, on a Zoom they're, call. They're,
3: yeah, they're like, you're a liar. Or they're like, do you have COVID? Like, if you, because right. then it's like, if you're like calling in sick now is a whole different deal because it's like, well, how sick are you? Do you have the pandemic disease? Because if so, like, then you get this <laughs> many days
4: off and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna propose in my company that we have uh, a new two new days uh, days off every single year called celebration days, and it's I want it to be like the second week of March, first Monday, <laughs> maybe second Friday, four day weekend, and we just celebrate all the shit that we sacrificed and had to give up during the pandemic all the weddings like that were that. missed, mm. all the birthdays that we missed, all the baby announcements and every year every company should adopt this new holiday celebration day to, you know, remember the snow days and shit that we lost.
0: Yeah. So, like our pandemic I mean, celebration day. Yeah, and we
4: just go that, really maybe that. <laughs> We go really hard on those days. You get drunk and you celebrate the shit that you that you lost cuz we all every single person lost something or sacrificed something or missed something whether it's a trip or a wedding or a birth announcement and like mm-hmm. like we probably earned like 30 of those and you have to you get drunk and then you have to french kiss a
2: complete strangers. stranger <laughs> uh, every time <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? it's like and it's not about it's it's about remembering the fact that that you could do that you don't have to be attracted to him even if you're like happily married it's like it's celebration day. Remember this. this is What you have to do. Remember, that right? Would be so beautiful. I raise you
0: to. It's just a full orgy in you know Total. a rave
2: situation. But would <laughs> be great. All skip work. And we'll, yeah. yeah. Where's this take place? What day is it? I just need to look <laughs> my. Well, day so day. like <laughs> I think, I think, said I think March. <laughs> to ask.
4: you said, like okay, when, March, when, when cool. the like didn't the world shut down March twelfth? Like March the weekend of March twelfth, March twentieth. Yeah. yeah. That's when it should be. Every every year until this generation retires, we should have that like a four day weekend where the entire purpose is to celebrate the shit that we had to give up during the pandemic. <laughs> I,
3: I think it should go further than this generation. It should be like, you know, like, you know how you hear about like boxing day in Canada and you're like, what is boxing day? Like it should uh-huh. get to 300 years from now where people are like, Oh, it's celebration day weekend. And people are like, what do you do on celebration mm-hmm. day? And then someone will be like, okay. So I found my grandfather's journal and this is apparently what <laughs> happened and this is why we throw that big party and it's like ah oh, but we have to do the kissing ritual and it's like no this year we're really doing the kissing ritual. <laughs> like none of the cuz it'll probably get to the point where like people just hold each other shoulder length apart and they go like ah but they don't uh, really kiss and it's like guys they used to kiss on celebration day. They didn't they, do the they like did. it was a real thing. <laughs> we should really bring it back. That the world was really changed before celebration day. I, that would I know, but I would love
2: that. I mean, think about, think about if just literally 15 months ago, if 15 months ago, someone's like, the reason why we do this is to remember those we lost during the Spanish flu. We'd be like, that's a hundred years ago. fuck <laughs> up. No one cares about them. Yeah. And so it's like. It is going to be weird. We're all going to have kids and be like, "It was a crazy year." They're like, Sh- "Dad, shut up! Mm-hmm. No one cares that you were in your room for a year." <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's so true. It's
2: yeah.
0: it's so foreign to us. Like, I don't know. I think I, I'm very socially. I, I don't want to go out anymore. Some days I'm like, mm, I kind of hope yeah. I'm like this forever. Is I'm, that
3: yeah weird? I've had a little bit of that <laughs> where I like we people are starting to get you know the vaccine or half the vaccine or whatever and there has been a thing where i'm like oh shoot i'm gonna have to go back to work at some point and Mm -hmm. i've gotten (laughs) into the place where i'm like some days that would be great because i feel like i'm going insane here but i'm like other days i like my home office where i just walk in circles and like Mm -hmm. coffee break is like me like it it's weird to be like, oh, you have to actually go to a physical place. And that was reality every single
4: day. And well, now, so people
0: that are, work from home as as a as a permanent option. Yeah. There's I mean, people you know, that
4: are holding on to that. And I think that's that's a pipe dream. I think employers are gonna start seeing like being yeah. able to measure productivity again in the future. The oh, yeah. younger generation that doesn't have a group of friends, they rely on their workplace to get drinks and meet each other and form relationships. I just think this idea that's of... That's what Zog Sports is for. <laughs> <laughs> I just anyone? think this idea of like a, like working from home forever is is just not going to happen. But, who knows? Happen. Like but what, who knows? I like it. Who knows? I hope it does. That's what Celebration right. is for. Exactly. I want
0: to take it back. I want to take it back to before you were the successful uh, Bradshaw Boys that I know you and mm. love today. Um, I want to know like what were your first jobs? Did you work when you were a teenager? Um who had, who had a good first job? Anybody? I, uh, did you...
4: yeah, I, I was definitely of the uh, raised to that. I had to get a job right away. So I think my first job was 13. I, I worked wow. before that. I started, a I started a business, uh, when I was like even <laughs> younger called the lawn doctors where I would mow people's <laughs> lawns and I pamphleted my neighborhood. Are you sick and the tired of mowing doctors? your lawn? Call the lawn doctors. Oh yeah. Um, and that was you, good. You Matt that commercial. And I, it was just like a little pamphlet I made on Microsoft Word. Remember, like the the word choice, like the uh, the word, like the animated script that you could use. I don't know, but um, yeah, like word I, art. The word art. That's what I was looking yeah. for. Mm-hmm. But my first job, I worked at a um, Pasquazi's Home and Garden. I was the person who would tie Christmas trees to the top of cars, and uh, it was a strict no accepting tips <laughs> policy. And I remember my boss, Mark Merrick, pulled me into the back room and he's like, John, um, some of the other people said that you've been accepting tips. Is that accurate? Because people would just hand me money and I'm (laughs) supposed to be like, as a 13 year old, be like, no, no, thank you. And uh, he made me empty my pockets and I just had like two stacks of probably like $300 of singles in my pockets. And, and he uh, probably took it right he no he let me keep it but he fired me until the oh. next weekend when like no one else could could lift the christmas trees on top of the car and he <laughs> needed me again and so yeah i worked at pasquese tying christmas trees on top of cars for wow Where a couple is that? years. that was my where's first job Pas-
0: where's pasquese uh,
4: lake forest illinois I, I grew up in a in a suburb in north of chicago
0: nice yeah. i love that and how old yeah. were you there I like
4: I probably wasn't 30. I probably was 4 I probably was 14 when I was doing that. Yeah. Were you hmm.
0: tall? I feel like I that's very, a hard job for a 14 year old yeah, I was to very like, tall. take a tree and put there it on just, a car.
4: Yeah, there was like there was no one else that could really do it, so my brother and I we would we would load the trees on top of the car and tie it down in twine. I wasn't good at it either, so I'm sure a lot of people lost their their Christmas trees but <laughs> um, on the way home. <laughs> mm-hmm. I did that. Like I gave that kid
0: twenty bucks. Why did, yeah. why did this tree fucking fall off? He three hundred dollars
4: <laughs> exactly. in his pocket. I thought he was a pro. <laughs> yeah. So that <gasps> was a that was a good job. I'm I, I, I missing nice. good old Pasquese's home garden shout out. They're still around. Oh,
0: that's Go nice. Mm-hmm. Wow. What do you guys Give do for work? Dollars back.
3: <laughs> um, I my I my first job aside, aside from like well. I mowed like my parents' lawn. My first real job was I was a bag boy uh, at a grocery store called Harris Teeter, which is like a North Carolina grocery store. I was 15. HT is fantastic. Um, I took care of this guy's dog uh, across the street when I was like 12 and he was a pilot. And the weird thing was like it was it was it was mostly just it was mostly just like you go in there and you feed the dog before school. Since he was a pilot, he was always gone, you know? So he'd be gone for like a week at a time or however, you know, whatever a pilot's schedule is. Um, Yeah. But I remember just kind of having like free reign of this person's house across the street. And like (laughs) kids today are different than like when we were growing up, you know, like I feel like it was like, yeah, you can, you can go somewhere and you don't have a cell phone. And it's like, Okay, the bus comes at seven twenty. You need to be back from feeding that dog and at the bus stop. So it's like I would leave the house at six fifty five, and just go walk around a stranger's house for like a half hour, <laughs> and and I like remember just kind of hanging out. He had um, there was a game on his computer. I don't know if you guys remember this there's a game called Leisure Suit Larry which is Absolutely
4: uh, remember Leisure Suit Larry. It's like a I never played it Leisure but I looked at the box. Leisure Suit Larry.
3: It's a PC game that was the first like adult game. But
4: it's <laughs> Yeah. What
2: what's up with these PC games? These <laughs> Leisure Suit Larry have to be so politically correct. Oh no. Oh no, here it comes. <laughs> It's Lewis he <laughs> when
4: just did like, they come hell, out on the mic he, talking about he, le- he just walks suit. around and he just cancels people he cancels li- <laughs> yeah
0: I was going to say did no they ever come out with a leisure you. suit Lin- Linda did leisure suit Linda ever come out or were well, they not the PC yeah, didn't get There was a weird there was like
3: a weird thing where you could go and like hit on women <laughs> it was like a very it was like a very it was a version it was like a it, but here's the thing like video games now are so graphic. This was like graphic, but it was like you could hit on someone and then be like, and then you could, it was like a side-scrolling game where you could go in and you could like, have sex with someone, but really it was like the lights went out and then you heard, you saw the little voice bubbles come up and it would be like, and it would oh, be like, shit. you'd read it. What <laughs> the fuck?
2: I'm looking at it now. Yeah. It Leisure suit <laughs> Larry.
0: Dude, I it's totally remember game. that
2: game.
3: It's, but it's like not because but it's it a was gentleman's game. Time. It's a gentleman's game. It's like backgammon. <laughs> but I remember. It sounds like
0: A game for a man who says, you know, I'll let this 12 year old take care of my dog for days at a time. (laughs) And also, you know, you remember
3: when you think back on your childhood, you always imagine like the hill in your in your neighborhood was like very steep. And you go back and it's nothing. I imagine that this guy was like 45. He was probably like a 28 year old pilot or something like that. (laughs) He wasn't married. And like, I just remember him coming home one time. When I had had my friends over and we were all playing Leisure Suit Larry and he busted the door and then he was just like, Corey, I told you you could never use the computer. And we all like ran out down the hill. And then like the next week we were I was allowed to go back in. I also found out way after the fact years later that he was paying me like five dollars a week. Like it was like, like my mom was like, I feel like he really took advantage of you guys. But
4: oh, you know, no. I gotta it was play your... unlimited Leisure Suit Larry. What are you talking yeah, about? I, I I think I made out
3: very well in the deal. It, it was not about the money. I was all about the game for that. Dude, one. I
4: looked I, I I looked at that box once in a yeah. electronics boutique and I remember my mom being like, put that down and I was like, sorry. What is the it's, what does it say, Kevin?
2: Oh it's my god. Leisure suit Larry. Do you know what the the tagline is? I
4: no, what is it?
2: Wet wet dreams don't dry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's terrible. That doesn't even. What is you want a wet dream if you don't if you're not jerking it. Larry
4: is definitely the whole point. Corey was playing the, the water cooler episode. Yeah. <laughs> what <completely. the> fuck? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that is insane. Dude, i haven't thought about leisure zoo larry in at least 30 years That's, i'm thank so you glad i've
0: learned about it yeah thank you
4: <laughs> you're welcome i mean it's it, <laughs> it, crazy I
0: like it, it, it was
3: educational it taught me responsibility of having a job and i also learned you know some these hot kids nowadays programs. have
4: it so easy they play their grand theft auto fives where they can yeah. you know have a hooker in the back of their car yeah I I had to do the old-fashioned Leisure Suit Larry route. I had to do the Command (laughs) C prompt to try to speak to a woman on a game. Back in my day, wet dreams didn't dry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
0: Someone misinformed Larry what a wet dream is. I I know.
3: (laughs) I think it's just Leisure Suit Larry was, like, very stupid. That was really the game. (laughs) (laughs) dreams don't dry, baby. And they're like, how old is Leisure Suit Larry? He doesn't understand puberty. Come on. (laughs) What's happening? <gasps>
0: oh, my God. Uh, Kevin, do you remember your first job? What did you have? What did you do? My uh,
2: my first job, I was a busboy, and then it was like 5.15 an hour. Where the where were you a busboy
4: at? I could see it like... Skyland Pines Country Club. Okay.
0: Ooh. Oh, fancy. Okay.
4: For some reason, I thought um, you were going to say Baker Square. I could see you being a busboy at Baker Square. Do you guys have those no, where you're from? I was a
2: busboy at at a small, at a at like a country club that they did like banquets and stuff. You know, so I'd be there for like, you know, like all like the football team's award ceremonies mm. and stuff like that. But yeah. um, but that there was a job that paid seven fi seven ten an hour instead of five fifteen. And like it was like I was really excited trying to try and do it. And I worked as a food um basically like I delivered the food and then cleaned the food up and did the dishes at a nursing home. Mm. And Aww. so and it was really like first of all. Two dollars more an hour, pretty epic. But it was uh I love that <laughs> you
0: remember low. the um, the specific amount that you oh, made. Oh yeah. because I I just <laughs> remember
2: I was like I was like, do you realize like that's I work ten hours a week? That's twenty more dollars yeah. a week. That's like big money when you're a kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um I became friends with I, I'll tell you there's there was two old people that I fell in love with and one dude <laughs> was a person that um, his name was George, and every single morning he would like roll in. If I ever did an early shift, he would just roll into the the thing and he would say, uh, he's like, I need my coffee. I need two creams and a pink. And that was <laughs> two creams and a sweet and low. And he would wake up every morning and we were instructed to lie to him and tell like they lied to him for years and told him oh, that no. it was caffeinated coffee, but it was decaffeinated. Aww. <laughs> and so uh, guy. They, they couldn't tell him.
4: That's going to be us up.
2: one day. We're going
4: to watch. I know. That sucks.
3: I, I'm going to be like, I, I need my coffee. And Remember you're... Celebration Day? Let's talk about it.
2: <laughs> Come on. I mean,
0: when you're that old, and fucking the... give him liquor at that point, you know? Exactly. It's I know.
2: <laughs> I know. And then there was another lady named Frankie, Frankie Chrysandra, who was awesome. And she just read trashy romance novels, you know, like the novel version of Leisure, Leisure Suit Larry. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and just like the old Harlequin romance, like, you know, dime store type thing. And uh, she would always come in with a book and read the last chapter first. And if she liked the ending, she would go back
3: mm. and read the entire Smart. book. Mm-hmm.
2: And I just always thought that was so fascinating. She's like <laughs> old. She's like, I don't have time to read a shitty book. If it doesn't end well, fuck this.
0: Come I out.
4: love that. That's great. That's <laughs> great. So good. Yeah, that's amazing. I should
0: do that with the movies. Just watch guys, the last five minutes.
4: <laughs> do you remember the first yeah. time taxes came out of your paycheck? Like how oh, yeah, did, were theater. you? Pre- were you? Were you all prepared for that, or, no. or was it a shocker?
0: Huge shock. I think I was oh, like. Yeah. W- I should have said I need more money. This is not... And I would say how much I made, and my dad was like, no, you didn't make that. I'd be like, after taxes? He's like, people don't talk that way. I'd be like, after taxes? That's what I mean. (laughs) After
2: taxes. (laughs) After taxes.
0: I'm still saying it. it?
2: (laughs) There's a pretty good Reddit. I've seen a few videos of like videos of like older dads watching their kid get their first paycheck and it's so funny i am so
4: excited to do that to my kids so (laughs) excited
2: it's just such like the most human like the only two things that are guaranteed in life are death and taxes and it's like but when you finally see that there's like what's that what's that go to it's like
4: (laughs) the roads blah, blah blah it's like what the what what like that that's the start of every human's like existential crisis. That's yeah. when you just realize <laughs> your spot on this earth, and you're like, oh, but oh, but, fuck. but the yeah. social security
3: people, uh, the social security goes to me, right? Well, yeah, but they'll tax that again. What? Yeah.
4: Right?
0: <laughs> but I'm gonna be old, <laughs> and you won't see it for seventy years. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh I have God. a good story.
4: Uh, after Pasquazi's, I delivered pizza for an epic place in Chicago, and uh, the every week John Hughes, the what, writer director would order from our pizza Home place alone. and we would, and the, we would all like the way <laughs> it worked is it was first come first serve. So if you were in line to take that delivery, you would get it and he would give every delivery guy a hundred dollar tip in cash. And so That's, like we, I
0: like to hear that whenever like John that.
4: Hughes would deliver, we would just like try to out, like time your, return trip perfectly so you could be the one to get it and he was always very nice but um yeah it was like the drivers were, were very thirsty for that one
0: you never forget that, though. I worked in no. restaurants for many years, and Kristen Chenoweth, you know who she mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. She walked into the steakhouse I worked at and tipped, you know, the valet money and tipped the hostess money and tipped everyone money. And I was like, she definitely worked in restaurants like before yeah. she was yeah. famous. Exactly. Like, that's cool. You, yeah. you you remember those people?
4: Yeah. Did everyone here work that. in a restaurant at one point? Has yeah. everyone here? Yeah, I think I think like that should be. Required reading for adults is to (laughs) spend like a year working either as a hostess or a a server. Yeah, yeah, and a just like, like
0: change your life.
4: <laughs> this will add so much perspective for the rest of your life yeah. as to what these people are going through, and it's like very obvious when you're in a group of friends where someone hasn't worked in a restaurant, and you're just like, Oh yeah, you have no idea what this person's going through. I feel it's 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 crazy. I learned like the the weirdest lesson of
3: like I, the one I did summer school one summer in college, and I was like kind of excited about it because I was like, Oh, I'll live in the town. I, li- I went to like a college with a cool college town. I was like, I'll live here. In just hang out, and I'll have a summer job. And I got a table-waiting job at the Mellow Mushroom. If you know what that is, it's a, it's oh, a, it's yeah. a pizza place. Pizza place. It's like a southern pizza place that is kind of like expanded. I think it started in uh, – it, Georgia or Kentucky or something like that. But it was like, it's the mellow mushroom. So the whole thing is like a lot of grateful dead stuff and stuff around. And the <laughs> yeah. two guys,
2: everything is like, everything is like a drug metaphor. And 100%. And it's like, like
3: It's just like mushrooms, like with like saggy eyelids, no. but it's all pizza. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I and love like, this. <laughs> it's a big Alice in Wonderland thing, but everything's like, it looks like it's about drugs. And the guys who started it, they both went to Auburn. They had just graduated and they were like, we're getting out of college and we're starting a franchise together in this town. So my bosses were like 25 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, But I, since I had summer school, I was like, I can do the day shifts. And it was the dumbest thing because it was a college town in the summer when everyone's gone at a new restaurant oh. lunch shift. So <laughs> I would go and like work six hour shifts and it'd be like, all right, Corey, uh, well, we did tip pool. You made 30 bucks today. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) And then there was like no one was around in the summer. And it it like showed me. I was like, I was like, man, if you're going to do a restaurant shift like that, like you got to work at like an expensive restaurant or a place where you were just like busting tail Mm because the whole reason to work there is like it's not for the hang. It's to like Mm -hmm. make money. Like I ate a lot of pizza that summer, but that was not the goal and i mean it's but one of the i one really of the, like
0: that you're finding the silver lining in your <laughs> shitty jobs you're like, like there was it, leisure larry you know yeah, he paid right, me leisure no money it was pretty but yeah.
3: fantastic listen I learned a lot about, yeah
4: i learned I a lot about pizza. computer <laughs>
0: games
3: it's <some> a great pizza <laughs> You know, it was cool it was cool i didn't make any What's, money though
4: Don't really. summer was full of delicious pizza i has anyone
3: have has any has anyone work, here worked retail before
0: for a little bit yeah
4: I, I did. Worked, very briefly, I worked. Did you, did you do retail I did
3: very briefly. It was the worst job I ever had in my life. For Christmas, one year in college, I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch during the Christmas oh. rush, and I went in. Corey was one of the
2: shirtless models out. Front, well, and the yeah, story, I was gonna the, say you have actually, to get
0: hired. You have to you have to be good looking to get hired at Abercrombie well, and Fitch.
2: So here's what happened. Um,
0: this is a humble brag. He's like, no, oh. no big deal. anybody anybody else model for Abercrombie? Yeah. No, I'm just well, me. Were, okay.
3: There were two things that happened. Is like I went in a friend. <laughs> right side of that shitty job is i hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, my friend was managing it, and I like went in, and she was like, "Yeah, I'll get you a job." And so I went in there, and like two two things happened. One was that. It was like the winter time, and I had this thing in college where like in the winter my hands would get really, really chapped and they would like crack and I would have to put lotion all the time. So my hands were like, this is so disgusting, but my hands were like peeling, <laughs> and I had to like fold these like scratchy sweaters. So it was like I had Velcro hands just like picking oh no. up sweaters and I was just like
4: constantly folding. And where's told- the silver lining though? All your shitty jobs have silver linings. I'm just what picturing
0: the other coworkers being like, I don't think he's a model. Have you seen his hands?
2: Like, <laughs> 100%. Well, so then this was he's like right when they started the merchandise. This is right
4: when they started doing the model thing. <laughs> Did and, uh, you hold up a shirt? You're like, try this one on. They're like, I'll, I'll, I'll try something else instead. They're like, I'm good. Uh, yeah,
3: calm down. freaking lizard hands. Like get out of here. But, the, but there was a guy at the front and he was like, pretty good looking and he was like hey dude i gotta go to the bathroom can you take over and so i was like yeah sure and i remember it was this thing where i was like yeah i want to like perform i want to be an actor like this is great i'm like out front <laughs> handing out cards talking to me like hey why don't you guys come in and they told us too they were like you don't have to help people here they were like parents will come in and spend money like our thing is being cool so just like be <laughs> cool they, they give you they give you a packet at Abercrombie, that's like the story of Abercrombie. And it's like, it's a whole setting of like, these kids are hanging out on a camping trip and like, they're worldly, but they're cool. And they're in touch with themselves and their friends. And like, they were just like, all you got to do is like sell the story of this place. So I was like out front, uh, my scaly hands were like in my pockets. And I was just like, hey, come on in. And this manager came up to me and she was like, hey, Corey, I was like, and she's like, come here for a second. And I went back in and she was like, um, what, are you, what are you doing out there? And I was like, oh, uh, Brad had to go to the bathroom, so I'm taking over (laughs) until he gets back. And she was like, "Um, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, Brad is front end. You're a folder. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, just go in the back and fold. And so I went in the back and folded and was never allowed in front of Abercrombie. And then my other friend that was working at the mall was like, oh do you want to no. get lunch one day? And we went and got lunch and I told her what happened. And she was like, that's terrible. And she was like, also, what happened to your
4: hands? They're all like, <laughs> it was Dude, just how, like, how good of a word is that to describe someone that's not as fit as an Abercrombie model? You're a folder. <laughs> You're a folder. You're a folder. You are a folder you are a folder you are not have word. In all sense of you
0: should have showed her your hands and been like, look what it's doing to me. I can't I do it anymore. I can't, I'm can't. i allergic can't, to your product. I can't handle the acrylic. It's killing me. <laughs> Let this thing sell. Let my face sell this <laughs> <Exactly>. store. <laughs> I'm called to
2: be here. I can do one pull up. I love if there was a, not a comedic adaptation of that, but if you wrote like a really earnest, dramatic version of that. And it was just like, "Like all you ever going to be is a
4: folder. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You get back in the back.
0: Tell that on just, TikTok like, with like really cry. dramatic music behind yeah. you and don't totally. smile yeah. Yeah. at all and just yeah. be like, and that's why I'm still a folder. <laughs> it took a lot of time that's to get
3: I there. Did. It's it's definitely uh, a folder.
4: That's what <laughs> you are. Kevin, that folder. <laughs> That's all I want to know be. when
0: you guys came to New York, what were like your first gigs? Cause we've had oh, a lot man. of people on the pod who are, mm. you know, in the comedy world who've done anything to make money when they first moved to New York. I don't know if you had any like weird gigs or anything to survive when you came
2: here. Yeah, I think we all, did. Uh, yeah. My first job in New York was wearing a sandwich board in Times Square. Sweet. Um, <laughs> for <laughs> For Broadway shows, so oh. I had a sandwich board, and I'd pass out flyers for Broadway shows and you I wore a like board, you might, weren't
0: like in a costume, like some of them no,
2: I just had a board in the front and like a board in the back, like you put it on top, and so in your head, since it was for Broadway shows, you're like, okay, like this is like you know it's pretty cool because it's like I want to do acting and stuff. <laughs> But it was the same as like, <laughs> you know, like eighty percent off closing now. Like it's like the same thing that you know. And yeah, uh, but
0: it's adjacent it's, to Broadway, and you're like, that's why I'm here. I'm gonna be an actor.
2: Basically, work on Broadway. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was shifts were from ten fifteen to two fifteen, and then the other one started from three to eight to like right before when. And so sometimes I would do doubles and work from like basically <sighs> ten to eight. Jeez,
0: that's a long yeah, time I was in Times
4: Square. Didn't you get? Uh-huh. Did you leave that job to go be a camera operator and film your friends uh, uh, Johnson after that? Yeah, what? yeah, I did.
1: <laughs> Just, that oh, that's what? Pup,
4: pup <laughs> a great, great upgrade. Penis. Yeah, seriously.
2: Yeah, Puckery of the Penis is the show that my friend was in off Broadway, and then yeah, in the world doing it where you stand on stage naked and make shapes with your penis. And my friend did that, and I was the camera operator.
0: <laughs> wow. And so
2: I would zoom in, I would have to, because it's a big theater, and I would have to zoom in on his <laughs> penis
0: a oh, fun that. talking point for future interviews when they see your resume yeah, totally.
2: <laughs> like. yeah um and this this is i was a
4: cinematographer actually it's says camera <laughs> operator but i did all of the camera i work. can track the penis no matter where <laughs> it's going or flopping yeah. I have a it, really was actually, good. it was actually really nice to get paid for something
3: we did anyway
4: you know <laughs> <laughs>
3: like it was kind of an added benefit like that was
2: our normal thing and like after when the show was over we kept working you know
3: hmm
2: you know, uh, Amy Schumer opened for the show when, when we were doing that. No way. She was a comedian for it. Yeah. That's that, cool. Yeah, it was wild. Did How she ever did hop behind the camera? Did you do you train her?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember we were backstage when she found out she got cast. Um, she was like, I auditioned earlier for Curb Your Enthusiasm. And like Jeff Garland was there and Larry David was there. And then like that night she got the call like, from her manager. She's like, I'm going to be on Curb Your Enthusiasm. And we're like, oh my gosh, you made it. I was like, "That's like, <laughs> that's that's great." And then it's like, a year later, then saw like her poster everywhere, and then a year like I've never seen someone skyrocket so huge, you know. But she was just opening for the Dick Show. Then I was filming my friend Penis. Pretty that's wild. cool. That's insane. That's fun. Yeah.
4: <laughs> when I, I, I moved here mm-hmm. eleven years ago, and my first job, I waited tables in a Italian joint in Brooklyn, and it was like. 100 mafia owned like the man the manager the owner would they like they wrote
0: checks paying yeah, checks
4: only yeah he would like leave And one time i'm not lying he like left and then like got out came back like an hour later sweaty and pulled a crowbar out of his trunk and i was like where the hell was that guy at but oh my god his his i mean it was great because his friends would come in and he'd be like all right my friends are gonna go sit downstairs Bring them whatever they want, as much wine as they want, they'll take care of you. And I would like, you know, they would just like be down there chatting. I'd bring them as like bottle after bottle of wine, food. And then they would leave me like $1,500 cash. Like, Holy you didn't, shit. You, you didn't see anything down here, did you, kid? And I'd be like, nope, no, 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 no. And just but You know
2: what that's called? <laughs> what they did? They're like, hey, just like Kristen Chenoweth would do, take this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm
4: also a big fan of uh, Wicked. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was uh it was a great it was a great job. I, I loved it. You were I like, loved I've the guy. seen
0: good fellows. I know what this yeah, I know, I know. What I this restaurant like, oh,
4: <laughs> That's insane. I've never <laughs> knocked on no one. I never <laughs> knocked on no one, guys. Have you been back to that <laughs> Italian restaurant since you stopped working there? It's closed. Uh, but he did reopen he, they did reopen in a different spot. I'm gotcha. definitely not gonna name it because I'm terrified of the guy. But um I have him <laughs> back and it's delicious food. That's we went there for my birthday one year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's delicious food and not too expensive. Exactly. I we could plug it. <laughs> I went yeah. to
0: Rayo's before. Have you ever been to Rayo's? No, I, uh, I
3: buy their sauce. Yeah, I buy their uh, sauce yeah. all the Best time, sauce.
0: too. Yeah, Best sauce. sauce. Incredible. Best sauce. It's definitely, like, mafia-owned, like, yeah. I mean, now they have their business because they sell the sauce, but I yeah. went there because my, you can only go if you have, like, a standing oh, yeah. table. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And, like, my best friend from camp, her grandpa is like a big guy in New York and always had a res. like the first Wednesday of the month or whatever, and he'd give her the table. That's and amazing. And we'd go, we were like these young girls, and we'd go to Rayo's and like they just sit down, and they don't give you a menu and they're like, alright, here's what we got tonight and they're like, yeah, that's the table where so-and-so got shot. You want some <laughs> manicotti? Sauce. And I was like, we're like, yeah, we'll take whatever you got. And then they'd give us bags with the sauces and pastas
2: to go uh, at the end.
0: Amazing. I was like, oh this is me. fucking God. awesome
2: reservation how does that work? No you one can every, go there. You have to be like
0: it's like you have you, to like have like beaten. a lot of dinner
4: clubs had like you just like like you went to Peter Luger's every single Saturday at seven and that's just it's like, like that's it's like what like you're in
3: a box seat. It's like you have a table yeah, at Rayos yeah. yeah. that you just pay for. I've
4: never even heard it's, of it. Dude, let's like make it our goal to get a standing res somewhere. Dude? We should do you want that for your tour. Tour. dude. I would. Yeah. 100%. You have a standing
0: res for the shitty tour in New York. Like you know, you know. We already know who's coming on the tour. Exactly. And last
4: but not least, Every standing week. res, Ellen Stardust Diner, one of our favorite places. <laughs> Let's go.
3: <laughs> oh
4: goodness! My my first
3: job was at uh, I I went through this temp agency. And um, I moved to New York like a while ago, like in 2005. And it was like a temp agency. And they were like, we can get you in to this one place. And it was a construction company in the MetLife building that did like massive. They built skyscrapers. And you walked in here and it was like, have you ever seen the movie The Apartment? Which it's like, there's like a (laughs) shot in the apartment of just an old New York office with just like, it it looks like a football field full of people at desks with typewriters. Like this just, this looked (laughs) like an office It felt like people were still smoking cigarettes in this office. It was like that kind of old school like office feel and all these old construction guys. And um, that my job was they had a filing cabinet that nothing was on computers. Everything was on paper. And they were like this filing cabinet that's like 25 feet long on either side. It opens and that's all our files of everyone that's ever worked here. Your job is to clean it out and go through Mm. and organize it. And so every day I would just go through and clean the files out. And because I was like one of the like younger people that I worked in HR with like these three women who were like awesome, but they worked there forever. But I was also, they were like, we'll give you some stuff to do. And like, we know you're here to like, try to like do acting and stuff. So like, we'll put you in front (laughs) of people. And they helped me, they let me help with hiring. (laughs) And so I got to be friends with like, the people that were coming in to get jobs there but the people did coming any, in to get jobs did there, anyone
4: run out and say Corey, cory Corey, you're just a folder get in the back <laughs> fold those papers cory you're not a hirer. <laughs> that's true that's like a theme
3: but yeah all oh my the people God. That, all the people i got to be friends with were like straight out of college making like 10 times what i was making <laughs> there and they were like at their dream jobs and i was like i'm so bored here i Cannot stand this, but I'm glad I have. I just love here. that
0: they're like, you want to be in on a stage or in front of the camera? You should go talk to the people. Like, that's not acting.
3: <laughs> like no, no, no. That's that's called conversation. That's called human resources. It's the, what this job is. It's not acting. It's it's actually <laughs> not HR. at all. Yeah. I hate
0: when jobs know when they know you have a creative side and they're oh. like.
3: It was they You know, like
0: me... what at my old day job when they're like, You want to lead the talent show? And I'm like, No. I
3: know. <laughs> You're like, I just yeah. wanna I wanna show up here and sneak out 15 minutes early. That's what mm-hmm. I
0: wanted
2: to. I'm here I for the wear...
0: open bar.
2: <laughs> yes, totally. That's it. I know. <laughs> I I was in I was in a relationship with a girl that basically did that. That was just like, you know, like you like doing comedy and, and acting. Like you could be like there's a lot and she would always like think of like a corporate job that is like a little the and it was like it was this weird fight because it was like for her it was like yeah you make you make this money you have a state job and you get to do that and I'm like that's not that yeah to no. work in an office and be a fucking the the guy that gives the meetings right that's use not... your
0: use your skills of speaking loud in front of people and you're like that's...
2: <laughs> <laughs> you could roast not people nicely. at the coffee machine like it's great it's like you're doing yeah. crowd work it's awesome <laughs> Oh god Don Draper Don Draper was actually like I wanted to be a performer but instead I did these shows
3: I would love it if there was a <laughs> version of Mad this Men Coca-Cola Yeah if there's a version of Mad Men where Don Draper was actually in improv classes but his day job was advertising <laughs> And they would yeah. be like Yeah. He's like, Well, at some point, you know, I, I got kicked off a herald team and I just went full force into <laughs>
2: advertising. But my favorite part of the day is when I get to get in front and give this present <laughs> Peggy, oh Peggy. Butterflies in my stomach. Peggy,
3: do you know the game Zip Zap Zop? Zip <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on. There now, were you're... people like that in improv class and I oh, was like so much. they were like like lawyers and shit and I'm like, Why the, oh, why my... are you here? I
2: know. Yeah. Totally, what? I know. And What? Then, and then, and I, there was one in a class that I was in, and he was the fucking easily the funniest one. And he was just a lawyer, and he was just like, "Yeah, I just wanted to like meet people." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh, I wish, I wish mm-hmm. I was you." Just, just wanted to meet people and then move on with your life, you know? He was like, "I wouldn't even," uh, I just wanted to meet some people. And I play. love that. Yeah, yeah, the
0: rest of the class is like, who's your agent? How long have you been there? How do you meet them? What do you do? You yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this guy's like, I'm here to fuck around on stage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: like, I, yeah, but then I, I got to go get this kid out of jail after this. Uh, so You know, yeah. and I make 200 grand a year.
0: So I yeah. wanted to ask you guys, uh, I wanted to chat about the jobs on Sex in the City because you are the experts. And I thought we would end with like, you know, mm. Talking about that because I did always you know, until I grew up, I guess, I did always think Carrie was super successful. Mm-hmm. And then I think now, having lived here for a hundred years, how the fuck does she have that apartment writing her one little column yeah. a week? You know, I publish stuff. They don't pay you, <laughs> they don't pay you money to live in your apartment. <laughs> how yeah. did that happen? I'm curious I, well, what your take is. It's
3: also interesting because now that we've seen the movies, like I think it's the second movie we were talking about this where her and Big kinda have this fight and then she's like I woke up early the next day and I went to my old apartment and they would just been <laughs> keeping it around for years. And yeah. I was just like, You guys a are paying a rent. Shoe
4: and clothing store. Yeah, she yeah. was like,
3: The clothes right. were still there. And I was like, You have a seventeen hundred dollar a month closet or something like that? Or not like twenty five hundred dollars a month? I have Well no- didn't he
0: keep it to, to be to have their separate days yeah.
3: off, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. That was their
0: pied a yeah. uptown or yes, oh, cross town. exactly.
3: Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, I yeah. don't know. I mean, that's been the thing where it's like she had to be s- so in credit card debt from all the fashion. I mean, at some point she starts writing books, but we know, we know comedians that have written books. Sure. They yeah. Have, they have roommates, some of them. Like, it's like, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. I wonder if she had rich parents. Did we ever learn about her parent? Like where she came from? <laughs>
4: You know Sex and the City canon really her, her dad's her-, her dad's not around in Sex and the City canon but um. or but what's the Carrie Diaries, Carrie Diaries her, yeah. her Carrie mom Diaries. is not her dad seemed like pretty successful so mm-hmm. um no I think I think like a person like that nowadays would be like a New York socialite who would probably like have like a bunch of free skincare products but like not <laughs> definitely like not enough to live in an apartment like that with with the spending habit like hers so I, right. that's like yeah I, I have no idea unless she's stealing money from miranda when miranda's not looking i don't know how you afford that yeah no idea
3: i think there would be an influencer today where you're like i don't know what you do and i don't know how you <laughs> afford it and maybe the bottom's gonna drop out but like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors going on or something like that i feel like yeah. she would have she would have she'd have to have some sort of side hustle or something going on Oh, What's less sure. realistic
2: than that is that uh is that uh when Carrie and Charlotte live on the Upper East Side and Samantha lives in the Meatpacking District and they still hang out just as much as they used to? Mm. You know
0: what I mean? <laughs> that's not real. <realistic. laughs> that,
2: that doesn't affect their relationship at all. It's yeah. yeah. like um, That's which, so true. I, and I they never which, took
0: the subway. Like no. that's Yeah. I've never seen a subway in that show.
2: Right. No. There there's one scene when she wa- there's the opening to one scene where she gets off the subway, like the Wall Street stop or something, and then is walking. I think when she goes and rings the bell,
0: mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. stock
2: exchange. And there it's her coming up from it. And then
0: um Oh in the it, movie. It, it, it was, the movie in the movie she goes in
2: to it. Miranda's, I think, at New Year's. On
0: New Year's Eve, and yeah. She gets out yeah, of yeah, the subway.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two times it's that funny, we can I, name. I,
2: yeah, In six or seven years. <laughs> I, I I feel like that has to be like a it could just be a functional like permit thing. I wonder if it was just like expensive to film or like they just wouldn't let them or something because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I feel like I feel like New York is pretty good about letting people film. But then they're also pretty good at like those people can be like, hey, don't we're filming here and you don't have to listen. You can be like, I don't care. You can walk through. The shot. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel like on the subway they wouldn't they wouldn't shut anything down to let people film. Yeah. I
0: once you know? shot a comedy video. It wasn't mine. Someone asked me to act in some video on the subway and it was like 10 of us and they had a huge camera like he was like oh yeah my friend here you know I don't know what it was but I was like I've been on real sets and the cameras are not this nice and it was a huge tripod in the middle of the subway and someone kicked us off and we were in Coney Island and it was 4 a.m. and I we were on and it was winter and like there's 10 of us girls and we're all standing on the fucking platform just like what do we do? We did it for like you know fifty bucks, but great exposure. This guy had so <laughs> yeah. many U- so many YouTube hits, you know. And I was like, oh my god, the shit we would do. And we when we got kicked off the subway. So I've never shot since. I was like, uh-uh, oh unless gosh. you're like unless you're like blue bloods and you're like really on the subway, <laughs> right?
3: Not, yeah. You've got <laughs> like permits. <clears throat> That's crazy.
2: Uh, my friend, uh, when I first this isn't job related, but when I was first in New York, my friend, my roommate, fell asleep on, got super hammered. I live off the F train. He fell asleep and he woke up in Coney Island. Oh no! And his jeans were were cut out with the razor, just a little hole. And they just cut his jeans open with the razor and took his phone. <gasps> so
0: yeah. <he laughs> Whoa!
2: <laughs> he came home and he just had he just had a little square hole in his jeans. And I was like, what? What is that? And he's like, someone stole my phone. That's insane. He cut it out of his pants. <gasps> that's can't that's, that's, that's how Kim was making money.
3: Hey, that's hey, a look. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's stealing phones, and was selling stealing them. Yeah. phones
4: and wallets. Yeah. That's what she was doing. I think Miranda. What did makes Bing sense? do? It was like a Motorola razor. <laughs> I couldn't help but Big wonder was, uh... what would this razor sell for. <laughs> yeah, Big was a uh... Big was in real estate, right? I think so. Yeah, I think he was in real estate. Yeah, I think so, like who do you think is more successful in their job, Samantha or Miranda? I feel like I feel like Samantha <sighs> is like. Power successful. I feel
0: mean, like Samantha, yeah, got got more like successful as it went on. Miranda will always be working. She was always yeah, steady.
4: Yeah. She's just like a partner, just like a grinder. But she's showing up to job like where Samantha was like a celebrity status. Yeah, um, a PR person. Was that was that because of like her success with Smith Smith Jarrett and launching him into the stratosphere? Yeah,
0: absolute hunk. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that, that gave yeah. her a huge
4: billboard launch. Yeah. I mean,
0: her her Malibu home just showed you that we were like, oh, she made yeah. it. Like, yeah. yeah, and that like the house Times she lived office. in in the movie.
3: Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: but I do watch <clears throat> the old episodes because you know I fall asleep to them. And when she was like Richard's assistant, I was like, mm-hmm. we really saw her move up in the ladder. Like,
3: yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, she
2: had one of those cool and I it's funny because it's Miranda clearly is going to be have the most money consistently but i feel like by the end if you go who's pulling down the most a year i think samantha she's like the small business person that creates her own thing and all of a sudden it's like she's she's got to be making the most she
4: would be like on shark tank i feel like she Mm -hmm. would like be like Mm -hmm. up up there in that level where she like has good pr Mm -hmm. her firm is crushing it she has like you know 500 agents working under her Mm -hmm. and she's like only representing the biggest and best clients Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. She she was, uh, yeah, she's very successful. She'd be a great Shark Tank person. Oh, my gosh.
2: Honey. (laughs) Honey.
0: (laughs) She should. Maybe they should put Kim Cattrall just on Shark Tank as Samantha so we still get her when the new show comes (laughs) out. You know? I I am going to miss her. her. As
4: Samantha, which is the (laughs)
2: Yeah,
0: how, how, that'd be the,
4: that'd be the be weirdest the, move for her to make. That she it's goes, like, Do you want to play Samantha in Sex and City? But on Shark Tank, I'll gladly accept yeah. the role.
2: <laughs> I would love it if she, she like, I
4: understand
2: your value system when it comes to.
3: <laughs> I'd love it if she just <laughs> did oh, like y'all. a James Franco level, like method acting thing in the real world <laughs> where she just went and did Samantha at stuff like that. And it was like, yeah. Or like the, what was the Joaquin Phoenix thing where he like grew that big beard? She just starts playing Samantha on every TV show she goes on. She yeah, like, like
0: on late night shows and completely. shit. <laughs> and they're
3: like, I think she's crazy. But it just was this like artistic performance to get Samantha in the world while the other yeah. show was going on. I think she could pull it off.
0: I feel like if you'd ask my grandma, my grandma before she died told me just I should stop trying and just marry rich. And, you know. <laughs> At the time, I was probably like, "No, I've worked really hard to get where I am, and I'm nowhere yet." And now I think about Charlotte, and I'm like, "Damn, she has it easy. She found rich guys, and just yeah. got to keep that apartment, totally. and like, you know, she'll get to be on. She'll get to work when she's bored. That's yeah. when she
2: works. Yeah, she'll right? that art mean, gallery. Yeah, I haven't really thought about it until now, but you know, most of the people that I feel like I've dated in the past, you know, like girls in new york a lot of them have really great jobs oh yeah i feel like maybe i maybe i should
4: you know start keeping an eye out on, on marry marrying
2: rich, rich.
0: marry yeah. rich <clears throat> become charlotte I one. can you put that <laughs> in your I, like
4: bumble profile how does that work can you just say like Look, i want to listen i, <laughs> yeah. I talked to a girl on bumble which by the way is uh the
2: the youngest female billionaire of all time just happened today and it's the ceo of bumble because they went public uh, so oh, oh, no oh wow no, no, no. I didn't know that. Trading, it's it's trading. Didn't it she start it, like it to get back at her
0: at like, ex who did Tinder or something?
2: I don't know. That's a great I feel like sword. I've There's heard a, that. I don't
3: know if that's true or not. There, there was, that's was like amazing. some
0: fast company article or something, and it's like one of the creators of Bumble, like her ex created uh-huh. Tinder, and she was like, "Fuck you, I want to." I know, that, I know that. that happened
3: with two rival beer gardens in Brooklyn. So maybe you're getting that confused with it. <laughs> could, maybe, maybe that's what it, it was. is. is. Cuz that happened with two of right. it? It could be the one that's on in Fort Greene because it
2: happened. There's also too.
4: also the chess <laughs> shops in the village. Same old story. <laughs> Same deal. <laughs> Married couple. Boy, what was your thing oh, about man. about Bumble?
2: Well, the corporate lawyer that I dated, she was still in law school and she was going to be very successful. She told me she was working. At, she was going to, after her first year of law school, go to work at this firm that is hands down the best law firm in the entire world. My lawyer friend told me that. He's like, that's that's the one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so we talked about that on our date, and that I was like, the second date I was like, your law firm's like apparently like pretty good. She's like, yeah, it's the best. And I was like, so then I was like, well, I'm a poor comedian,
0: oh actor, no, loser,
2: you know. And she was like, that's actually like everyone that works at places like that. You either like i don't need money so you you either just marry like an artist and support their life or you marry like another lawyer that's on the same schedule but like for the artist person it's like i'm not going to be i'm not going to have time for you so you just like live your own life and, uh, and she's married to another yeah, lawyer. She now. went the route. So <laughs>
3: she
0: It
4: was like, you're on a date. Yeah. And she was like, I can well, marry I the to, artist. I, she, she was like, no, she, sorry, I'm marrying the She partner. wrote just one simple pros and cons list to clear of that dilemma. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I wish I knew this I before I dated like, so really many comedy she guys. Was like, but I'm
4: never going to be around you. So <laughs> She was like, yeah, a
3: fun game we like to play is that we could marry an artist. And then we all laugh and marry lawyers. we're like wouldn't that be a cute thing that we could do sorry we want seven houses
4: dude why no, marry a folder you. when you can marry a yeah, lawyer yeah,
3: she can hire you exactly she can hire she'd you be, to she'd you. be like
0: hey my husband kevin he he likes to um speak in front of crowds he could do our <laughs> holiday party he could come and do 10 minutes you know really, <laughs> like
2: wait i got a gig what she was like my husband oh my gosh i'm, I'm so
3: nervous i gotta write material my lawyer husband you know when... wants to do stand-up could you hang out with him we'll give you money <laughs> come on
0: you know when companies like that are like yeah we really want to hire a stand up i never know what to charge for that because i'm like you yeah. pay i know you pay for a lot of mm. shit and like you know the money that i would ask for is probably less than what you're gonna i always am like how do you charge for something like that a law yeah. firm wants a comedian
3: mm-hmm. you think that you go high and they without blinking are like wonderful great We're great great yeah <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> oh shoot should have asked for more <laughs> yeah yeah,
0: totally. I know, oh my God, well, we have to end this, but you guys are so great. These are such fun stories, and I love you guys all together. It's so fun to have you here. Thanks for doing this thank, thank, thank you so much thanks thank for
4: having you. us. Thank this you. was so, so fun, fun. yeah, was awesome.
0: so fun, and I can't wait to hear your take on the new series. I'll be watching alongside with you and the rest of the world, so
2: whenever Absolutely. it comes we're, out we're, yeah we're gonna be uh we're gonna be rewatching some some episodes, so uh so we'll have to uh we'll have to bring you back. We would mm-hmm. love to have you. Do you know my favorite
0: episode? episode? Did I tell you it? I no. think it was close to the one I did. Mine's no, 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 the Lexi no, no, no. episode. My favorite episode, I used to watch it on repeat, is when uh what's her name, who plays Lexi, uh New York is over. O oh, V A. Kristen, Kristen Johnson.
3: Splash. Kristen Johnson. Amazing. We were like, we, oh my we god. Did, that didn't get spoiled for us. We yeah. could not believe it.
0: It is my gay best friend in high school and I taped it like on a V. (laughs) We like taped it and we'd watch the fall on repeat as like our comedy. We were like, let's watch her fall again. (laughs) We loved that episode. It's one of my favorites. Um, So good. so good. I actually interned at a casting office is a very quick, but I interned at a casting office when I was like in college, I had to get an internship in, in, in New York and she came in for an audition and I wasn't allowed to tape adults. They let me like tape kids but not adults i don't know because i was a, i was in college and she brought a huge bulldog in she's like can you hold my dog while i go in there to to do this audition and i, I was like oh my god it's her and i knew her from sex in the city i didn't like i know she was in like third rock from the sun and i like held her dog for her the whole time like the leash like outside of the room That's amazing. Um, and then we took the elevator down and she's like where are you in school and i was like bu she's like i almost went there i went to nyu though and then she's like have a good lunch i was like Okay, bye. <laughs> Thank you. That was it. It's oh, amazing. Oh. I was like, I loved you in sex in the city. She's like, Oh, I did like one. I'm like, Yeah. It was great. Oh, it was pretty
2: important. Yeah. We're pretty iconic. It's it's memorable. Memorable.
0: Yeah. Pretty oh my god. Where can we where can everybody listen to all the episodes of your pop Do you hear that? Do you hear that fucking I do. Uh, ambulance? <laughs> we hear it. It happened. Fucking all the time. New York is over. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Um,
3: uh, you can, you, we're on, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, just like stitcher, wherever anyone listens to podcasts. Yeah, we also have the
4: Brad, the Bradshaw, the only fans, yeah.
2: <laughs> um,
3: we do have a Patreon at- that is not like our only fans. It's different than that, but we have Patreon with, uh, extra episodes we're going to be doing a whole rewatch of the series between that and, um, uh, Spotify and all our other stuff. So yeah, all there. Just look at nice. the Bradshaw boys.
0: And do you want to, do you want to? Tell us your regular handles, too, because you're all very funny people in real life. You're not one. You're also separate. Oh, thank you. If you you. want.
3: Uh, Of course. I'm Kevin James Doyle. Sorry, wait. Say yours again, because I think I talked over yours. What is yours?
2: Kevin James Doyle.
3: Mine's Corey
4: Cavan. I don't know what mine is. I'm looking it up, which is probably a good (laughs) indicator that you shouldn't follow me. (laughs) John's not quite as exactly. that. Yeah.
0: I wish Corey's handle was Abercrombie boy. You I know, do too. six foot. Mine's,
4: yeah. <laughs> Mine's John Sieber, I think. Uh, cool. Yeah, Don't, I'm not worth a foul. I wish mine was <laughs> like right. a-
3: Abercrombie, lizard. Just,
4: hand. The folder. You know, just, just a folder. I'm just, <laughs> just, just a folder. I'm a social I love folder. That cool
0: (gasps) all right that's it that's the episode of unemployed thank you guys so much for being here don't forget follow us at unemployed podcast all over social media go listen to all the other episodes and listen to their podcast it's so funny and it's fun to hear you experience sex in the city through new eyes uh as you did and uh and i'll see you soon hire us okay bye